0: Happy Sunday, my lovely congregation, and welcome back to Pussy Church. I'm Laura, a very mysterious erotica writer, and the creator of Tales of Laura, which you can find at talesoflaura.com and at talesoflaura on Instagram, and today we are back with the soul cycle of sex clubs and dick art throughout the ages. Every week on the show, we'll sing the gospel, which is all about sex news. We'll worship an erotic artist and we'll hear some confessions, really questions and sex stories from you guys. Let's dive in. Amen. Welcome. 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 Welcome everybody to Pussy Church. It's
1: another Sunday. Another
0: Sunday at church and we are drinking wine. Yeah. That uh, time of day, yeah. that time at church service. Exactly. <laughs> where you have to drink all the right wine <laughs> <laughs> the priestess gives you. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. This is a naughty priestess.
0: Naughty, naughty. Blessed be the pussy. May he rise. May she open
1: to your touch. Yeah.
0: Today we're good. Yeah. I can't believe this. My yeah. God, we we went through this without any issues. <laughs> <laughs> the prayers came easy. Maybe the wine is really helping. Right. Who am I here with? Mona the Baker. Mona Baker, the Baker. Boner maker. Have you done? Have you given any boners? Let <laughs> me yeah have you made
1: any boners yeah oh i'm
0: making boners all the time <laughs> it's a skill people it's a skill special skill. It doesn't take that much work it's on her resume <laughs> can you believe can you imagine i mean i make it i make it a bonus i make it a bonus are <laughs> like what is your passion in yeah. life <laughs> to make it a boner <laughs> to make it a boner oh my gosh that is a passion i mean yeah Quite, yeah and for both quite of us literally so for <laughs> both of us true true um I, nobody's complaining i hear no um what's new with you <gasps> okay so right before we started recording i got this message <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> you know i get quite a few messages and stuff but this is um from a guy who i've been like talking to
1: mm-hmm. for a little
0: bit yeah um he lives in europe okay so you haven't met yet i haven't met him yet <laughs> she's like you haven't met him yet i'm like i haven't met him yet and it's it's a little it's flirty for sure right mm. it's flirty for sure and we've tried to meet up like the last time i was in europe and it didn't happen because i didn't have time and um you know maybe soon yeah <laughs> i'm planning a trip Funny <laughs> enough so it was like oh maybe i'll, I'll come and visit but um obviously a little funny to like meet somebody for the first time when you've been talking for months and it's already gotten a little flirty and you're like all right well how are we gonna meet i mean i've done this before it's fine i mean you just meet up for a drink and you see if you like each other but he just because we're like sending each other like funny things yeah he sent me this link to something called (laughs) bdsmloft.com oh wow And, and um they're really interesting photos and i literally i was like weird okay but i mean bdsm I like BDSM a little bit, but I feel like I'm vanilla in the BDSM world. I'm clearly, I just want a couple things. I don't want anything too crazy. Like, you know. You don't want to go stay in a dungeon hotel? Well, I'm not so I wasn't so sure. I mean, it sounded kind of like, maybe this is funny. Maybe this is like 50 shades of gray. I could do it. You know, there's like a little whip, a little handcuff situation. (laughs) Yeah, but then we looked at the photos. We looked at the photos and I was like, holy shit. This is a dungeon. Yeah. That happens dungeon. to have, like, a
1: bed and a shower.
0: <laughs> yeah, literally the bed is, like, just in the middle of, like, 50 photos. One shot of a bed. I'm like, yeah. oh, can I go there? Yeah, right? Because everything that looks, looks comfy. like, terrifying. There is literally, like, everything. I mean, like I said, like... Like chairs that you fine. get strapped to. Which it looks like is- a... OBGYN chair,
1: kind of like, but an old oh, school one. Oh my
0: gosh! Like
1: strapped into it, yeah. and there's a
0: dildo, and you can have you know sit on a dildo or some y- shit.
1: Yeah. And there's like some, some rings that can wrap around your neck and whips yeah, and shit. S- scary looking
0: sex toys. I mean, it literally looks like a torture chamber, yeah. which in some kind of a way, if they could have made this a little cuter looking, I think you could get maybe a little bit more into some of these things. All
1: right. But I, I think that's the whole thing of BDSM. Like it's supposed to feel like a dungeon, but maybe if they wanted... To expand their audience, they could have, like, I don't mind the idea of a sex swing. <laughs> no, is like there a vanilla sounds-
0: dungeon? Yeah. Can like I have vanilla- a vanilla dungeon? Like, something that is a little less crazy? Like Yeah. So, not for a masochist, you know, but somebody for, who wants to be submissive. Right. I dig that. Like, we can play a lot of weird games, but this particular <laughs> place looks insane there's one bed i think it's called the vacuum bed oh and you lie underneath dude i don't even know what this is like terrifying you lie underneath and there's like
1: and it's like stretchy kind of uh, some sort of stretchy material and you're like you know, in Star Wars, where <laughs> oh god, this is never a good beginning. No, there's a, there's Star Wars where uh, Harrison Ford is like tra- or some someone I don't know if it's Luke Skywalker. Someone's trapped under like this metal, like okay, this thing goes down on top of you <laughs> and is basically just an outline of your body with just like holes for your eyes <gasps> and mouth, and then this material stretches around. It's you. like
0: being buried alive underneath like a latex fabric. Yeah, and, and then it, there's a hole for a dick
1: which can either be a strap on well, or... Well, if he
0: wants to do that, he can totally lie down there. Yeah. And I'll just, like, drink a tea in the kitchen because there is a photo of the kitchen. <laughs> right. I'm like, uh, alright, well, you have fun but being I... vacuumed and, against the yeah. wind. <laughs> I can't
1: imagine being, un- like, it'd be so squeaky, but maybe people like this. I mean, people who are into latex probably like squeaky. Dude,
0: I mean, it's just a little further than I go. It's yeah. all I'm saying. You guys, um, for this bed, you know, it says like, if you want to have or would like to have your partner fixed and motionless, this is for you. I'm like, well, you know, like handcuffs, like I want somebody to move. Right. That sounds like a lot of work on your end. <laughs> if you or your partner like to be tightly wrapped all over your body, this can be enjoyed naked as well in your own latex outfit. Well, okay. I don't get it fully. Oh my. Well, anyways, <laughs> So now I don't know where it went from flirty to BDSM dungeon. Yeah, but that was a really fast, right, uh,
1: move. But has he acknowledged that
0: like that's something he's into? Not really. No. So I mean, he he actually has said once before because we were talking about something, and he's like, "I'm not that crazy."
1: Right. But so, I mean I guess with if if I was going there with someone who was like really into it, I'd be a little scared. But if it's like you're going with someone and you're like playful about you're it. You're like laughing about it because yeah. it's all
0: insane. Well, right. but you can't go with somebody you just met.
1: Right. Yeah, no. This is that's scary. You could get no.
0: killed. You could get <laughs> killed Well, this how, how this place looks like. You could. Yeah. And it wouldn't look odd because people would just be like, Oh, that blood stain Well, that's just decoration <laughs> oh my god this is how it looks like it's part of the vibe man yeah well i, I, I mean if this was a joke okay if, right. it, if not i probably have to back out of this um, yeah but but that build up european is european adventure yeah that
1: build up is kind of exciting though i've had a experience like um a previous boyfriend i was on this i was on a road trip by myself around the country and um and I, a guy popped in my D- DMs while I was on the trip, and we happened to both be coming to the same area at the same time. And it was like a month of buildup. And that, I mean, that's, that's exciting. You that is it's a, totally exciting. It's a lot of like sexting and stuff that happens. I totally get off on that. Like, yeah. I think it's
0: so fun. And if you're playful about it, and this might be just like a playful aspect of it, but it was just funny because right before we started recording, I get this message and I'm like, well, Another one to figure out. I don't know. I don't know. But I think that's an
1: interesting way to lead up into a sexual experience because you have this so much time to like text each other and Mm -hmm. find out like you'll diverge what you like and kind of what you're into before you meet. So like the the first time that uh, we met, he instantly like it was instantly anal (laughs)
0: like the first time because like we you already talked talked about it yeah 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 so I think that's an interesting it is because I mean it is actually kind of funny when you haven't really met you know and you like build it up like that Um, because the first time meeting is a little funny because you're like okay now we actually back into real people there's actually there's this meme where this guy is in a suit Um, And there's a mirror behind him. And and from the front, it's a full suit and the back. It's like all like chap, you know, like everything is naked. And he has all these like leather straps. And it says something like how I talk on the internet and how I talk in real life. You know, right? Like we're like, oh, yeah, totally, baby. Chain me up. And then you meet up and you're like, "Uh, you just want to kiss me very slowly. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But you have to also build up to things, right? But I mean, it's going to be funny if I do meet up with this man to to meet and just have like a normal conversation do you think you'll be nervous well excited nervous yeah yeah. yeah. i mean yeah. i don't think he's gonna do anything right have something no
1: no no, no of course but just like there's been so of much course. build up in the oh gosh
0: what if he doesn't like
1: me like yeah it's the that's, most
0: exciting kind of nervous right yeah. you know because that doesn't happen that often um that you have a build-up like that so right. it's super exciting no, yeah. it's like a fun i mean you know well, that'll it's... be no, you'll have to report back how that was. <laughs> well, I'm not going to the videos I'm laugh, but I'll, I'll report you it don't, if I me. them no, you could be convinced. <laughs> oh God, honestly, I would only go with somebody who thinks this is as much a joke as I do. Um, <laughs> or actually, I mean with like a Dom who I've experienced, you know like where right. you're like, already in like some kind of a thing. yeah situation this is right. in the first date i um, is unloved situation no that's
1: <laughs> a little intimidating
0: <laughs> nope <laughs> next <laughs> well <laughs> actually this leads perfectly into our next section funny enough which is the the gospel the gospel the gospel <laughs> The gospel is sex news mm. from all over the world. And today we're going to go to Manhattan. Okay. Manhattan. So what um, what happened? So there is this kind of sex club, sex membership, clubhouse-y thing. It's like this private club. Where, exactly. Yeah. It's a private club that's called New Society for Wellness, which is for, short for... NSFW. Yes, what a double entendre! (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I know. Anyways, but it was um it was opened up a couple years ago, I think, and um it started out just like as a group of friends, really, that hung out. You know, this um this guy David Saint, as he calls himself, um. He started inviting people to smoke weed and like um learn about polyamory and like learn about being tied up. But it was like really small, you know, mm-hmm. fifteen people in his living room and they would invite somebody to like teach them something. Right. Um have like a workshop and then maybe, you know, fool around and like smoke weed and have fun. Yeah. Um and it kind of went from he um he used to work in the fashion industry. Okay. Um and so he kind of like started building this like clubhouse mm-hmm. so this membership club where they got a clubhouse in chelsea oh no in the meatpacking district in new york mm-hmm. and um you could be a member it's really complicated to become a member there's this whole procedure you have to go through we're going to go th- through some of the oh boy, questions okay. later right. for the application um but you screen pretty heavily I before think you go that, there that's good as you should that's, right? yeah. um, <laughs> that's comforting yeah that's <laughs> comforting
1: well, if i was going to be a part of it i wouldn't want just any other any random person no to be a
0: no, no of course no. not yeah but so they have like they have this clubhouse and a meatpacking and they have like a i think monthly sex party called Playdate, and then people would come smoke weed there would be workshops right you can go and take workshops in like shibari there would be different rooms and you can also rent one room for you privately so you can when you're done with like publicly making yeah. out you can like go fuck somewhere else mm-hmm. um and just basically hanging out with people in the same like in a creative field yeah open-minded yeah people. i mean somebody called it like ever like a real life raya mm-hmm. which raya is a dating app that is kind of exclusive like not exclusive but you have to um <laughs> apply for it bless you you have to apply it for raya and so this is kind of a similar situation right like people are probably mostly in the media industry or maybe not, mm-hmm. but in yeah. in that realm. And they also do BDSM workshops and have a DOM there and you can get webbed in a room. Like, wow. you know, kind of more not in a one on one session, but just like try it out. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. See what you're into. So they um so they had like they built it up for the past like two um actually it started in 2016. So like slowly it built up to a yeah. pretty um to a bigger thing right um and he i mean obviously cannabis is not legal in manhattan and i don't know if well if sex having sex in a place is also legal right right if it's a private, private yeah spot. Like you can have sex in hotels but exactly so what happened to them actually so this summer for example just sex workers can't use paypal or venmo or something they're not allowed and with bank accounts it's very complicated if you're a porn star for example right. to get paid um so the same goes or the same wouldn't go for this kind of club normally because it's just a membership club that offers workshops and a space to hang out and right. then what you do there is up to you yeah but it was this whole thing where all their accounts got frozen with all their money in it and they couldn't retrieve it anymore they got deleted off of instagram off of facebook crazy and um they also lost their clubhouse they got kicked out of the clubhouse wow. um by yeah by the owner yeah um, by the landlord so th- this past week a couple of articles came out um and harvest Bazaar wrote the soul cycle of of sex right that he's trying to build this like wellness company kind of that is built on sex right yeah right and
1: um, but i mean i understand like th- that is already controversial controversial but um, I understand if weed's legal in in Manhattan and they're yeah. I think the weed is like less what people are concerned about right enough. but it's a combination like the, as far as legality goes like that becomes a little more complicated
0: Absolutely. And it, it's like it, and people, how to that, people yeah.
1: probably don't like the fact that this club even exists, but the fact that weed is involved as well gives them an easy thing to attack them for.
0: Yeah, which would be probably easier here in California. Yeah. yeah and also, The Sun wrote um, a few days ago, it was like owner of sex club banned by Facebook. And then there's a quote from David Sane, and he says, Zuckerberg needs to fuck more. We've got a private room if he wants, right? Well, it's like he's trying to obviously get some attention. But I understand because how frustrating that is if there is like thousands of dollars, you know, like right. locked into accounts where you maybe apart from the weed didn't really break the law. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it might you might get kicked out of a of a clubhouse. You can have another one. But I think the concept in general, I think that is interesting. We're gonna go into a little bit more of what he says and like how okay. this thing works. Cool. But I think it's interesting because there's one quote that um this guy said, and it made a lot of sense, right? He's like, we've created a generation of millennials who are, in a lot of ways, terrified of sex. You have an increase in social media, you have an increase in dating apps, and while hookup culture has become very popular amongst the population, you have a lot of people not having sex in that sense. Right. And there's all these studies that came out, right, with like millennials having less like sex, less sex, and less sex yeah. than the other uh, the generations before. And I do think what is actually kind of missing often is that we really meet each other in real life right right and let's say you want to be sexually open and explore in a safe safe place that is exciting but still feels protected Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you be able to like become a member in a club like that
1: right i mean obviously this club isn't being geared towards teenagers but i could see the value i mean I, i like the idea that there's a safe space to try out things Um, and workshops i mean it's educational in a way and also kinky and fun but
0: yeah it's really cool but then i think with the screening process it's so fascinating right because it seems still so elite right Right. you have to like the application might take like six months it involves an interview with them um there's a membership committee that decides on if you're a good fit or not and I think people are between like 25 and 35 normally, right? Ooh. So it seems kind of like very much like you're only doing that one niche. That and seems a little ageist. I would like went on their website and looked at the application site. And When you go in there and you like kind of check what they want, they're like, we want you to have an exciting life and do something cool with your life. It's right, not really yeah, like yeah. how you look like. It is about you having a passion, doing right. something cool that you can talk about because it's not just, it's not supposedly, uh, supposedly just coming over to fuck, right? Like right. you're in the clubhouse you something to like, meet it's people. It's like a Soho house or whatever. Exactly. You have to take a class on consent and how to ask for sex before mm. you can even become part of the club.
1: Right. Well, that's great.
0: Yeah, because he's saying, like, nobody actually knows how to ask for sex anymore or right. h- how to actually read a person. Yeah. And we're in this, like, weird zone, right, where it's so, like, oh, you're at a sex party. I'm sure you want to fuck everybody. But yeah. But that's not not really how it goes no
1: no no Why it's of actually course this not. is a club right of course not but like the fact that if the cap is 35 like i haven't had sex with someone in their 30s for a long time well most the cap either. is not
0: 35 it's just like mainly between oh, okay. and 35 got it, got it, got it. um there's no cap at all i mean they don't mention that that is just like mentioned in articles that most people are around that age okay. so in there that makes sense when you do get accepted you go to um a event is called noobs mm. oh send noobs send noobs i love it send noobs so then you kind of like learn about their setup with the classes and the workshops mm-hmm. and like the clubhouse and which what is great i mean it
1: all sounds very thorough it doesn't sound careless at
0: all no i don't think so and like you can't have your phone in there right which is great they have security guards there and then we saw like photos of like girls called nymphs nymphs, nymphs who keep an eye
1: out for creepers yeah i love Which that is great yeah no, fantastic great.
0: because then you have like such a setup where you can actually like freely express yourself and just like pick and choose what you want and right. if you just want to go there and like smoke weed or i don't know have a glass of water and talk all night with somebody you can probably do that and yeah. leave, you know yeah so there's no obligation to do anything
1: yeah and it looked like a lot of people are in like lingerie
0: and mm-hmm. oh you do have to wear black okay it's all black, but I mean, that doesn't mean lingerie, right? You can't yeah. Like, anything <laughs> exactly. black. Exactly. It's New York anyways. This is like such a classy New York yeah, thing. Yeah, that's funny. So let's go through a few of the application. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. So the first question right away off the bat, the first question of the application is like, how will we contribute to our community? Hmm. Meaning, what are you interested? I'm assuming, right? Right. What are you into? Like how? What do you have to offer? Yeah, just no. like what are you doing with your life? And yeah. I don't think that's sexually speaking.
1: No, 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 no. It's actually so fascinating. And you should apply.
0: Yeah, but- I can't really do that because I have a boyfriend. But you should. <laughs> well, listen. When you apply for a membership, you can be a single girl, mm-hmm. um, a couple, but you can't be a single guy. Oh wow! Yeah, that's cool. That's super cool. Yeah. So, but as a girl, you can bring a partner, right? Awesome. So starting off with the applications like what are you interested in? Friendships, relationships, random play, dates, chat only, network, advice, tips, curious. Mm-hmm. So you you're already like in a full on you can just chat only, right. And I, I, mean, I'm not sure if the, like if they like use that against you in the application if you just want no, to chat. I'm
1: sure not. But like, if if you just want to be there with your partner and you're not trying to have sex with a bunch of different people and you're just there because it's you're around like minded people and you get these interesting workshops, I see the appeal on that. And it's not like the, it's not like everyone's just there to fuck.
0: No, and you can also like take a workshop and take it home. You right. know what it, I mean? Well, yeah. Oh yeah <laughs> Well the Shibari. I was like oh yeah I did that That's one <laughs> um, Okay and then It asks you Who you are And then it goes All over the place Okay, okay. It goes sexually And not sexually Artist Rope bunny Which you talked about someone who likes To get tied up A jock Who would ever say that <laughs> A fairy, a unicorn, a burner, a voyeur, a nudist, a femme, a nymph, a dominant. I mean, you know, yeah. honestly, it is crazy. Wow. A kitten. So
1: you just circle all the things that you feel like you relate bull, to.
0: A a daddy, a creative, leather, primal, princess. I mean, it's bananas. The list is so long. Wow. I was like... Kinky motherfucker, all right. Uh, cuddle huh? monster, I love. I'm a cuddle monster. A big spoon, little spoon. Yeah. Cute. Cute. A criminal mind. Oh. oh. I don't know if that's something you oh. want An arsonist you, like, um, okay. immediately rejected. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. This is probably just, like, some fire play. Tipsy guru. Tipsy. <gasps> we are soon going to be tipsy. Adventurous, free spirit. Label. I mean, literally, I'm just... Picking out random yeah, yeah. ones. Yeah, it's a long list. I mean, a pirate, whatever that ha. means. A goddess, he's after your booty. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I should apply. I'm like, I'm a pirate. I'm after the booty. I'm after the booty. He's like, okay, well, accepted. Yeah. Right. Um. So and then that was like who you are and then what you into. Um, and it's the whole thing, right? It's like fluid, heteroflexible, poly, homosexual, mm. gay, curious, lesbian, homoflexible, which we already like talked about what that means. I thought that's so interesting that you can be so many different things. I Wait, what, what is homoflexible good? So, um, bi-curious would be like somebody who would be into both, right? right? And homoflexible is when you're mainly homosexual, but for a special person you'd go oh, and like and heteroflexible is the same thing. You're normal right. Normally two guys, but like you maybe oh. hook up with a girl if a special one comes along. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate to that. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that's what I am. <laughs> yeah, I would say so.
0: Oh, there's so many more. Pansexual trans, down to clown. I don't know what that means. Wow. Pepperoni is one question one answer. Don't know what pepperoni means in that context, but <laughs> no hey, idea. that probably means down to clown. uh Mostly gay, mostly straight. I don't know. Whatever you feel like. Yeah, little, interesting. None of your fucking business is one answer too. Oh, interesting. Playing with me. So if you want to bring your partner, you can bring a lot of different people. See, and I think this is where the plus one becomes very specific because a girl can bring a plus one, but it can be her bae her hubby, her main bitch, her boyfriend, her fiance, oh, her okay. girlfriend. Her right. fuck boy her lover you don't have to be a couple per se her but daddy. you can bring someone with you Exactly so but you have to apply you have to apply as a couple even if that's your fuck boy Oh okay you'll apply your with boy. your fuck boy Well it's yeah. like one of I the know, answers That's great If it's if it's your daddy you'll apply with your daddy right, right? but like
1: that's so- that sounds wrong. I am mean, <laughs> bringing my dad to a sex club. But well, I I under- no, I under I
0: understand. <laughs> I get it. Oh my god, we're on a sex podcast anyways. Um Okay, what do you do for work? What are your days filled with? What do you do for fun or to let go? Mm. So there you go. Like at that point we're like personality, yeah. right? I'm like, what do you do for fun? Sex? No, <laughs> just kidding. So much more people. Talk about sex, do sex. <laughs> yeah. Have a podcast about sex. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> ultimate fantasy is the last one. Oh. What's your ultimate fantasy? And I literally read that. And I was like, Holy shit, what's my ultimate fantasy? Then they don't need to be wild. No, I mean, I have some, but most of the time when I have a fantasy, and this is going to sound funny, but I kind of go out and do it. Right, okay. I mean, if I'm, I call it more like a, a Your fascination. fantasies being
1: fucked by a unicorn. Like, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no.
0: I have a, <laughs> I mean, maybe. I, have, I have
1: a long story about that specific thing. What it doesn't do you relate mean? to me, but. If
0: somebody wants to get fucked by a unicorn? <laughs> what is this
1: (laughs) maybe i'll save that story unless you okay um, a friend of mine he he met this girl and um he 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 was he was into her and they were flirting and they knew that they were gonna like hook up and so he asked her he's an artist and he asked her like what's your fantasy and she's like i've always dreamed of getting fucked by a unicorn so we were in (laughs) What do you do with that? I don't know if that was like a joke, but we were in the desert, and he had like this whole art gallery space, and went out and got a bunch of hay, and he he had this giant bronze cast like dildo that he affixed to his head for his horn oh my god and i'm dying and then dying. dressed up uh, kind of like in furry looking stuff and painted his shoes pink
0: no and
1: he she he's just like okay come to this place at this time and didn't tell her what he was doing and then no and then fucked her like as it, like he was pretending he was <gasps> just as she could have been she could have been joking. But the fact that he went to this like length to make it happen, I think is fucking awesome.
0: I mean, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. What it's commitment? Anyway, I- hopefully she wasn't joking. Can you believe you're making a joke like that? And then your boyfriend shows up and you're like. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. no, I didn't mean it I like think, that. I
1: feel like it's, it's weird that there's something like romantic about it that he went to that length. It is it's actually hilarious. pony play. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe she's into. Yeah, a she's has got to into pony play. Anyway, sorry, I went off on a tangent. Continue. No, it's fucking fantastic.
0: <laughs> oh, God. See, people do such amazing things. Right. I don't know if I want to get fucked. From your forehead with a dildo.
1: Well, but... he I, he didn't fuck her with the the dildo was giant. He he. Oh, it was like the joke yeah. About he was it. just dressed up. Oh, it? okay, okay. He I was like, it like a helmet.
0: Li- I'm literally just imagining like, no, no, his forehead. No, no. He like... fucked her normally, and I think, but he was just dressed as, as unicorn. unicorn. Yes, yeah, it is like a furry fetish in that sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's interesting because I think anything with like a magical creature mm-hmm. or. Um, like we talked about last week, like with um, a a video game character, right? Yeah, that's all like off the real life uh, mm-hmm. platter, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> off the table. That's what I want to say. <laughs> real life platter, <laughs> They're real life platter. Um, but VR porn, yeah. But yeah. see, this is quite the opposite of VR porn, actually. Right. If we talk about it like that, right? Um, it's also not super cheap. It's about like two thousand dollars a year or three thousand okay. yeah. dollars a year. It's like so old house actually. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, you just can't go there and bring your business meetings. Oh maybe uh, you can, you know? I'm like, oh <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> no, but I thought, um so they're fighting basically to like get it back, get their money back and like really set themselves up. But I think the bigger idea, because he talks about what his ideas are for the future right. and he wants to actually expand obviously into different cities in europe and um but he says he wants to revolutionize how the world fucks amen amen <laughs> but i think there is like something so interesting about it because i i can see it happening if if our world goes away from what's actually happening right now which is like just fully i don't know I, I it's it's very difficult when i hear about like him being shut down in so many ways but yeah i mean sex is part of i mean hopefully everyone's
1: lives like to to shun it, it i don't know i think it's it's cool what he's doing i think it's important but it's sad
0: that people who are sexually open are considered dirty you know like, it's so odd i mean i think i was talking about this on instagram today i thought it was so funny if like just the, the image if an alien would come and like i love I'm weirdo, and <laughs> if visit, an alien visit alien visit, fantasy huh yeah ooh. I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. kidding. Coming for, yeah maybe she should he shouldn't have sent me the bdsm laugh, but like him in an alien costume <laughs> <laughs> would have worked better anyway, um, if, an alien if, you imagine, comes. if an alien comes to earth and sees this new species and this species is shaming each other for procreation all right i find it so funny it is like the complete when you put it that way
1: specifically procreation not sex like that's that seems fucking absurd sex is I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's we enjoy it's, it because right. evolution
0: made it, us enjoy it, so we would procreate. Right. Let's exactly. just be completely honest with about this. It doesn't mean that we can't have it without it being procreate, like, without right, procreating. Right. But that's actually but what its function that's is. Its of function, it. yeah. And so it is actually so absurd that we came up with a cultural structure and religion that shames us for doing the only thing really that we're here for. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, well, we, I mean, animalistically speaking. Right. Okay. Yes. We're here it for procreation. Scientific sense. Well, no, I yeah. think we're here for much more. Right. But I think that is just so bizarre. Yeah.
1: That's an interesting way to look at it and a very valid point. It, yeah.
0: It is harming nobody. Right. To have a joyful time with a partner. Yeah. Right? Um, if something can change, I could see this actually as a concept. Where it could be something maybe like the soul cycle, you know, where you're like coming to a clubhouse, you're like part of uh, part of this and this is where you express yourself sexually and this is where you go to work out and this is right. like, you know. But there's know. so
1: much people have so much shame around sex and like it's not that this specifically creates criminals, but I'm sure there's a lot of frustrated people out there that resort to doing bad things because they don't feel like they can express themselves or they have no one they can go to about whatever they think their problem is. I think exactly. the more we're able to be open about it. I feel like it will just help more people. I think it's cool what they're trying to do with the club.
0: I think so too. Yeah. Like, hopefully, it works out. Maybe um, I'll apply. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, who knows? It could be a fun experiment. Research people. Research. Absolutely. Just research. It's just write off like my membership fee.
1: Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Tax write off.
0: going to go into a worship section because we are worshiping erotic art and today because we are at pussy church but we haven't forgotten about the penis my friends oh boy of
1: course (laughs) what's a pussy without a penis i'm kidding i'm
0: kidding kidding. that's not true a pussy is a church by (laughs) herself anyway so we love penises Mm. and today (laughs) today it's gonna be about penis art Throughout the centuries. Yeah,
1: okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. So so we're going to go through several works of art. So we're going to go first to ancient Greece. Oh, boy. Where else? (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to talk about Michelangelo's David. Of course. And so there's this whole thing, right, where everyone is always like, why Why are the dicks so small on ancient sculptures and, and paintings and stuff? mean lean sculptures funny enough and so there's a couple of reasons why that is or why people think that is right the first one um, a little bit more logically, in Greek culture, it was associated with being grotesque. Grotesque, like a big, a big dick was considered grotesque in those days. Yeah, and like you are not very intellectual, so you're very primal. If mm. you have a big dick, you're like anim- animalistically driven, right? And that is not smart, mm-hmm. nor um, that has no space in philosophy, right. In Some kind of a sense. So a smaller dick seemed to be for like the more educated men
1: right okay yeah which is
0: you fucking can't choose your dick so like no, as exactly everybody will know i know educated was men with big dicks <laughs> <laughs> the best <Sorry>. ones <laughs> out there just kidding no. um but so the other thing was that michelangelo's intention people think was so he's depicting david before he could find goliath and he wanted to show that um his dick was like shrinking because he was he like was scared. Yeah, he was in mortal danger, yeah. and he was like, in, yeah.
1: Does that happen when you're in
0: danger? I mean, I know I it know. shrinks I a when you're when you're cold, but maybe I, um, David
1: was cold too. Right? Okay,
0: fair enough. <laughs> no, actually, because that, that was another argument for the uh, for other sculptures that they were often depicting athletes. Um. Immediately after hard exercise, and where the penis is shrunk. I mean, oh. this is going into anatomy that I don't fully know I of. I know the penis shrinks when you exercise,
1: but I, I guess mean... it makes sense anatomically. Like if you're running, you don't want a giant thing hanging around between your legs, so it makes <laughs> sense. Just like pulls <laughs> itself it it inside. Make if it makes sense of it. Well, this out.
0: doesn't happen with our boobs. No, no they I don't, don't. Wish. suck themselves anywhere <laughs> <laughs> when you. <laughs> but so this leads us kind of to um ancient Rome and there is a connection there. Priapus um was a god of fertility mm-hmm. in Greece and also in Rome. Okay. Um and he has a huge dick. Okay. Like massively so. And it, like remember like there's this one where the dick's like on On like a scale, oh, on a scale, yeah, that just and on a cart in Greece in Greece, there's like one one painting of him where his dick is like on a cart. He can't even walk without like his dick being on a cart. Ridiculous, hilarious, ridiculous. It is ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, this should be the title of the episode. Ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Always coming up with new great dad jokes, (laughs) Mm -hmm. my friends. Um, anyways. Pyrobus in ancient Greece was a ridiculous figure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And everyone was laughing about him and ha ha ha, big dick, no brain kind of situation. And then. So they <laughs> made fun of him. They made fun of him. Okay. Yeah, he made fun of him. And he was not allowed to be with the other gods and like all this stuff. No. um Well, he's not a real person. You know right. right? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> She's Still. like, oh no, <laughs> oh, poor Pyrobus. Poor Pyramus. <laughs> Anyways In ancient um, Rome you was treated a lot better mm. Because there They actually saw it As like a A sign of strength And um, fertility And it was um, In a positive light The connotation was very positive Right About that So there was a pretty big change In that sense So really Move to the society That will worship your dick Right <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding <laughs> Just making I love up, it. Just, yeah. <laughs> making up new rules for it. right. <laughs> oh, oh god. Um, okay, now we're gonna go to the Middle Ages. Mm-hmm. In the Middle Ages, we don't have um we have like a lot of medieval manuscripts right? right. Being written by um mainly members of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is several manuscripts where there is like there for example there's one flying penis monster yeah we're like a woman a writing, writing
1: it it's funny it's like <laughs> doodles
0: it looks like it dick, is like doodles dick
1: doodles it's so really literally funny. in
0: between the text there's like dong drawings or something but yeah. mainly for laughs i feel like i mean there's another so it's either for laughs right like just all these like massive dicks and um there's one tree of dicks in one of the manuscripts where a woman is like plucking the dicks of the the tree tree. and it's either for laughs or alternate there's an alternate negative connotation that it was like to make fun of another group of people or Uh, something like oh you guys are so stupid and you're like sexual perverse or like whatever huh interesting yeah interesting huh yeah so
1: i'm going for the laughs yeah that that reminds me of the movie super bad where the end credits are just all doodles and dicks know know
0: that That has been done forever yeah so
1: this is really since the middle ages been
0: doodled for
1: (laughs) since the middle ages
0: seriously where's the vagina doodles right well next episode (laughs) just kidding um okay cool so we're gonna go to the 16th century so we're gonna put all these um pieces of art up so you can kind of follow along or like look at it later if you wanted to um it's a lot of dicks. Who doesn't want to look at a lot of dicks? Just saying. <laughs> I mean, probably some guys out there. <laughs> <laughs> Open your mind, people. Right. It's, I mean, it's just your member being like, or mem- mem- your member your being worshiped. Oh, boy. We're at worship. I mean, True. we're literally saying, like, blessed be the dick right yeah, now. Yeah, blessed be the dick. <laughs> Love it. it. Sounds better than blessed be the penis, I thought. Yeah. But. All right. 16th century. Mm-hmm. Symbolic penis representation. So here we have um, man of sorrows, and that's a 16th century painting of Jesus, and he's on the cross. He's kind of dying. Yeah, I haven't shown you that. Um, but he's wearing wearing like a lin- cloth. a loincloth, but he has an erection underneath it. Oh, what? It's so weird.
1: That it's, seems He strange. has a big
0: dick and kind of like an erection. Maybe yeah, he it, was in a BDSM.
1: What? Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's...
0: Damn. Oh, I, it might be crossing a line. There. I fucking love it. We're a pussy church. <laughs> We're already crossing all the right. fucking lines. Right, True.
1: Oh my god! He got a heart on from torture. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty
0: bizarre, but he has resin. Okay, twice. (laughs) Oh no! Oh no! Oh, to mask this craziness that we just like talked about, the Renaissance era of erotic snacks. So, um, in the Renaissance, there's there's obviously a lot of beautiful female nudes and stuff but referring to a is they painted a lot of fruit of a shape and um dick form dick form <laughs> and one of that is raphael's cupid and psyche and there there's a whole scene in the middle and then there's this um
1: looks like a garden
0: garden yeah. fruit salad around yeah. them
1: like with like with frame phallic pieces of fruit in there yeah
0: some like uh, suggestive pumpkins and eggplants and they're like piercing a flower eggplants. and plants like sh- mm-hmm. that's carried over <laughs> that carried a long way mm-hmm. all yeah. the way to emoji land right wow hey so we can say the eggplant emoji came from the renaissance yeah we're we just making amazing connections here yeah i think so wow this is a really valuable lesson you're all learning um anyways that eggplant emoji is actually splitting or like piercing a flower so that's pretty
1: you mean the, the, the in e- a painting eggplant. okay yeah, yeah got it
0: <laughs> wow. not, on, not on instagram yeah. <laughs> not in your text messages <laughs> oh man, well maybe though. Well, it should if it were a peach it were it would be so translatable. Oh, yeah, we're not quite there yet. Okay, so in the Victorian era, next one. They were um pretty, you know, uptight so and there's a, quite a lot of paintings where there's hidden dicks oh. it's actually so funny like you can go through like all, like all where's these paintings. Waldo of dicks totally there's this like one painting too where this girl has like a drawing and when you zoom in she like drew a dick it's like very funny that's amazing um but she's all proper sitting there underneath a yeah. the tree um but so there's one um one painting where this guy is sitting at a table and you can just see he's like wearing white leggings or something yeah and then there's a shadow of a dick. Which I think is why, like, that's very sneaky. It's exactly. It's yeah. sneaky and clever, and you're not allowed to, like, maybe paint a naked dude. Right. And then you're like, well, what about a shadow? <laughs> you have a go. problem with yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. I'm sure I'm going to get censored of a shadow of an Instagram <laughs> oh, no. soon. Oh, kidding. type
1: Victorians.
0: I know. We're basically there.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Okay,
0: let's move on. The late 1800s, when art became harder and harder to define Ooh, harder, harder and harder, harder. <laughs> um so we have coleman coleman moser's lip uh, which um is a very famous painting of a naked dude jumping basically mm. you saw it it is like but it's all colorful mm-hmm. and so here we're like impressionism expressionism and they're kind of the challenging the status quo of the main right. nude. Yeah. Um, and it's rising to new highs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, We're talking it's all about penis it rising to new highs. Oh, man. This is exactly where I want to be. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, so that's, I mean, that's like not a very sexual, I mean, most of them are not like sexual paintings. It's like mainly just um, showing. Right. Arrest. It's showing
1: that it's, it's not erotic art. It's just showing nudity. Which is
0: a natural thing, people. Exactly, we are actually all born nude. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! No way! I, can't I believe was this. totally born with clothes on, <laughs> and it will never come off. Yeah. Um, oh gosh. Okay, and then another artist in the late 1800s is Egon Schiele, and he's an expressionist and from Austria, actually. And he has done a lot of sexual art, really. I mean, mm. he's done, he, he drew or painted a lot of prostitutes and women masturbating. Right. His is a little more erotic compared to the rest of absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And for the male part of it, for the penis worship of this
1: mm-hmm. podcast,
0: <laughs> he did um, a stand, well, he actually drew himself. He did a lot of self-portraits nude, but he also did one standing nude man and the other painting called Masturbation 2. Why masturbation too? That was a Probably. one too. So there was one, but you can actually see a man literally like masturbating. Yeah, in yeah. His he
1: had a decent amount of those. It seemed like when we were looking to like just yeah, yeah, yeah. He was fully
0: into that. Yeah, into masturbating. <laughs> I mean, who isn't? <laughs> who isn't? <laughs> <laughs> I can get on that train. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So then we go into modernism, mm. and then it goes crazy, right? This is after World War One. And all the definitions are nuts. And everyone's just like, okay, let's show the penis. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Free the penis. <laughs> Free the penis. 1920. Um, Constantine Brancusi um, made a really shiny curved gold sculpture called Princess X. Oh. Right? And a, uh, there's this like, whole story that Picasso told him um, that it looked kind of phallic. Which it Yeah, looks like it's a obviously day. phallic. It looks like a sex toy. I mean, it's literally, yeah, it's literally like a dildo. Yeah. A huge golden dildo. Yeah. And Picasso's like, oh, it looks a little phallic. And is like, Excuse me, that's bullshit. And he fully denied it.
1: Oh, yeah. And you right. you guys are
0: gonna look up that sculpture, Princess X. I mean, what? Yeah. First yeah. of all, it's a lie. I mean, clearly it's a dick. But also the funny thing that he's like, No, 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 it is not. I'm like, what else yeah, should that, that what it was
1: supposed to it be? It
0: ain't a princess.
1: Unless you call to... your
0: Dick a princess.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious. If a guy called his Dick Princess.
0: Princess! Oh my god. Come out. Rise. <laughs> <laughs> princess Rise. Um. <laughs> anyways. Um so postmodernism in like 1950 and above and It's like now we are literally just in photography showing penises full on, Mm -hmm. right? Like close-ups of penises, like everything.
1: (laughs) That's just what I want a close-up picture of a penis.
0: (laughs) I'm going to hang a a giant print of that on my wall. my God, the dick pic is already 80 years old or something. (laughs) Or maybe it's actually like from (laughs) ancient Rome, right? Well, no, because it was already... I mean,
1: if the the last artist was
0: was painting self-portraits of his dick...
1: The dick pic goes back
0: even further. He's like that. sending it to a chick. He's like, "Look at my new painting. Never. You like it?" <laughs> She's like, "Oh, I'm so hot for this right now. Thanks <laughs> oh, for sending wow. me your painting of your." dick this is like dating in 1920 okay (laughs) (laughs) love it i mean i think it might would dick like a painting of a dick more than a dick pic yeah for sure i'm like wow you painted your dick yeah you're self obsessed but i kind of dick
1: it (laughs) i (laughs) dick it i dick it (laughs) yeah i prefer a painting than a close-up picture of someone's dick
0: yeah well you know not everybody can be this genius right anyways there's so many but we're gonna concentrate just on a couple um now a female artist for god's sake finally louise bourgeois and she made a piece called Fillette, and it's um it's a sculpture that looks like a massive penis what did you say it's like a petrified penis it looked like a petrified penis (laughs) yeah and it's supposed to be a penis slash female torso but mainly looks like a penis yeah um but it's pretty interesting actually and she she was like Talking a lot about psychoanalysis, mm-hmm. like, oh, could it be maybe we see the penis, right, Yeah, of And course a dude we do. sees a torso of a chick, right?
1: It's like a Roy, the, the Roy Shock drawings, exactly. Or Roy yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So maybe we're just, yeah, I'm pretty sure most people would see a penis. <laughs> <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> well, and then, um, Monroe and Campbell and then Andy Warhol did like some dirty art, right? And there's like all these prints of penises as well. Yeah. And then Robert Mapplethorpe shot a lot of pictures of like nude men. Yeah. Right? yeah. He's great. So now we are already in like full on dong along, <laughs> <laughs> dong along <laughs> art, <Jingling?
1: laughs> photography. Oh my god! Dong
0: along. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> anyways his photography is incredible but he obviously yeah. looks at fetishes and right. like the male nude a lot yeah, he's um, incredible he he was also gay and so it's like absolutely fascinating actually his work mm-hmm. uh and then we're gonna come to today a little bit and obviously there's Sally Gart yeah everywhere you look I mean literally right. you can look around um, your world and a lot of things are phallically shaped. <laughs> it's all to my, my amusement, be- the eye of the beholder. <laughs> and to my amusement, yeah, everything seems to look like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it's how you see things. Oh, I also see a lot of vaginas and things, so mm, it's okay. Yeah, right. It's it's equally balanced that way. <laughs> but I'm gonna go straight to today And one of my. Like favorite like penis artists. She'd hate that if I say that. But she's a really great artist, and her name mm-hmm. is Alexandra Rubenstein, and she um is at the Rubenstein I think on Instagram. But she does like very explicit paintings yeah. of penises. Yeah, amazing. And she did like I think she started mainly with like this whole series of like famous guys going down on her, which is
1: when it's incredible. It's like Bill Murray, Brad Pitt, the Pope. Jesus, so it's just like The second coming. I think that's one of the most yeah, which is amazing. So it's just like a POV perspective, like looking down at her
0: crotch with just showing someone's head like peeking up, which I think is brilliant, so brilliant. But then she, for her new series, she moved on to close-ups of dicks, yeah, especially in like picturesque like farm esque right. Yeah, there's one
1: where someone has like two dicks in their hand, like one hand, one
0: hand, two dicks.
1: <laughs> and it looks like a farmland in the background. Oh, yeah, it's like a little
0: farm, and like
1: there's all this dicks abound. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bunch of dicks abound. Yeah. And where's that farm? <laughs> right. Let's go. Let's go pick some dicks. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Let's go dick picking.
0: We're going to go dick picking. Oh, for sure. <laughs> This is what I do normally
1: uh, Like, Ooh, uh, What dick am I going to uh, pick
0: tonight That's what I'm going to call dating now dick That is picking. literally what it is Oh my god horrible and amazing oh, yeah. um, Anyways check her out I'm going to post all the art And there's so much more dick art But for brevity Yeah Now to our favorite section. Well, just kidding. But confessions. 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 Which is a very scary part of this podcast. No, it isn't. (laughs) It really is um, questions and stories from you guys and answers from us. And we're going to start with a girl who asked this question. What do I do? I'm starting to get feelings for an older man I am casually seeing who genuinely likes me. We have a wonderful casual relationship but i have a partner and he has a daughter the same age as me whoa you have a partner what kind of a partner do you have are you in a relationship are you married like what is are you open like an open relationship
1: yeah i mean as far as the um, me personally, it's known that I tend to like older men. I oh,
0: she does. Uh, I
1: have. I've. I've been in a situation with a man who had a daughter that was older than me. So, like, oh, I, I don't. No. Yeah.
0: Really? Well, yeah. I guess it makes a whole, whole lot of sense. <laughs> Yeah. uh,
1: (laughs) So I have no problem with that part. I mean, some people find it weird. You'll probably get judged. But if that's what you're into, then that's what you're into. But what I have a problem with is like, depending on who your partner is, like, is, is 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 this your boyfriend? Is it just someone you're casually seeing? If it's someone you're casually seeing, I'd say just... You can, no,
0: know yeah right that's yeah. that's really where the partner thing is like where i'm hung up the most because that is hard to judge what that will mean for well, this yeah. situation because if you meet an older guy and you really like him and he's amazing to you and you have a true connection and amazing sex and like whatever and everything's like wonderful but you have he has a daughter the same age as you i mean you'll figure it out yeah right i mean i think if you like the other person enough that it's yeah, like you said, I mean, there's some implications from like your surroundings mm-hmm. and depending where you live, maybe a little bit more or less judgment. And also, it depends on
1: like daughter, same age as you. Are you young enough? Where like his daughter's still living with him? Because then that that can get weird as far as like getting judgment from the daughter. But if he's old enough, where like his daughter has
0: moved out, mm-hmm. that that's
1: that's a little less complicated.
0: Um have you had that? Like that? Somebody had a kid, like at home, while you're dating them. No. Yeah. No, I haven't had that necessarily. Um, they were old enough that they had the, the children had
1: the child had moved out. Granted, I would never met his kids, but
0: yeah. Um, yeah. Which is always a different. That's like another yeah, element of different... the story. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it depends on your partner. Granted, if you already having a casually a casual, I'm assuming this casual relationship uh, implies that so you're already having sex with this older guy. Um, so if you're not in if you're in a committed relationship at the moment, but you're cheating on your partner with him, I would like I mean, not knowing anything, but it's not a great sign for your current relationship yeah. in general. If you want to go with the other guy or not, doesn't matter. But if you start cheating on somebody that you're not honest with and you're not in an open relationship with, I most of the time would say reevaluate your current relationship first right and figure out if you want to leave that man no matter what you should probably and then figure out if it might work with that guy and maybe not you know
1: yeah and also be aware of like if if this older guy is just exciting for you like it's mm-hmm. like this fun that's interesting thing that you like thinking about but in reality like i've struggled in the past thinking logically like what would it be? actually be like for us to be together oh, when the age difference yeah. is with oh, the age difference too yeah. is that, that
0: without age difference
1: yeah like oh this sound this is fun and it's intriguing and it's exciting but can you actually imagine yourself being with that person or are you just interested in them because it's this like exciting thing and mm-hmm. you don't really want to leave your boyfriend or whoever your partner is i mean just take a step back and consider that like okay it's fun to dream about and maybe hook up every now and then but practically it doesn't make sense
0: yeah or or I mean have a conversation with the older guy you know because I know where he's at
1: yeah yeah who knows if he is interested in like actually yeah. being in a relationship you don't want to if you're in a good relationship you don't want to leave that for someone
0: who's but are you just, in a good relationship with you yeah cheating. Ex- well exactly but it but the, we don't know if she's cheating she, this might yeah, be an exactly. open relationship exactly. uh, but if you are cheating it often, I think, is a sign that there's something a little wrong with yeah. your relationship or that you haven't had to talk about an open relationship because that's what you need. In life, right. Yeah. Which is absolutely valid. But for an open relationship, two partners yeah. have to be in on it.
1: Honest. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, there's a lot of factors at
0: play in just just – consider those but yeah i would definitely start with my current partner see what the situation is there and then start communicating with the other partner maybe that you want more mm-hmm. and see if he would be even into that right and if he is like you said consider the practical implications mm-hmm. and then, i mean love's wonderful but yeah it's but it also can be complicated it, yeah okay next one <laughs> How many times a week is too much sex? I mean, I don't think there's any
1: time that's too much sex. Unless, no. like, you're sore and you can't walk anymore. Yeah, or
0: you're losing out on work or some shit, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what have Having out. left
1: the bedroom for seven days. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe you should go back to then, work and not lose your job. Yeah, then
1: that's too much sex. But I, I don't think there's such a thing as too much sex. No. If it isn't affecting the rest of your Exactly. I think
0: if it doesn't, it, like yeah if it doesn't ruin any other aspects of your life you know like with any kind of thing you're doing you know if you'd be like bowling 12 hours a day and you have a job that might not work together all right same with sex like if you have a job like you might not be able to bone. 12 hours a day but i mean <laughs> oh. i think i don't know how often like what is your ideal number of like having sex i mean it depends on the day too right
1: yeah i mean i personally i'm fine with a couple times a week like it doesn't i don't need to have sex every day and also like my boyfriend and i are away from each other quite a bit yeah so that but, makes that's, it, but, but that's
0: different than you like have like a force break it's different
1: right but uh, i'm i mean Every day sounds nice, but but at the same time, I don't I don't necessarily want to have sex every day. I think it's it's nice to have yeah. a break and be excited about it again.
0: I mean, ideally, I want to have sex every day. Right? Yeah. I mean,
1: and that's fine, and it, there's nothing wrong with that. But and nothing it wrong does with
0: interfere that. with work. I mean, sometimes it does. You know, like <laughs> you can't have sex like three in the morning and wake up at six. Like right. I mean, you can, but sucks. Trust me. Yeah. Tr- trust. Yeah. Trust. Tr- tried and failed. <laughs> 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 or tried and not failed But didn't have a good time Yeah Um. So in that sense I mean I think Just how you Who you and your partner like how you like it you know what i mean there's no normal in that sense if you want to have sex once a month it's fine if you want to have sex twice a day it's fine
1: right but if you're talking about this in regards to like oh my partner thinks i want to have sex too much oh then that's i mean that's i think compromises always need to be made like i i think in my personal relationship right now i'd like to have sex more but that's just not always on the table so i have you have to make compromises you know why is it not always on the table uh because sometimes we go to bed uh like if you consume alcohol then and you're really fucking tired you don't want to do it
0: yeah that's true yeah. yeah
1: um
0: yeah it's just not always there yeah i mean it makes sense like i mean if you're in a relationship and also depending on how long you've been in a relationship things also change and it comes in waves right I mean, in my last really long-term relationship, it just came in waves. Like mm-hmm. sometimes we would have sex every day, and then sometimes totally. in a couple of weeks we wouldn't have sex, and then we'd yeah. have sex again. You know, like in some kind of a sense, you have to just measure it. Yeah. I mean, and
1: if- and sometimes with us, it it's it's condition like the condition changes a lot of things. Like when we're in a hotel together, we fuck like fucking rabbits.
0: Everyone fucks like rabbits in a hotel. Yeah. I mean, it is like the perfect place to have sex. Right. Yeah god it is <laughs> i mean on vacation I mean, especially on vacation i think it's just because you are outside you're not probably not working working right. or you're not in your typical environment yeah and it frees you up yeah mm-hmm. absolutely yeah so i guess there's no number to give you um no. there's a no number to give you um enjoy if you want to have sex seven times a day fucking do it if you can
1: right but if you're in a situation where you want to have sex a lot and your partner wants to have sex less then that's just a conversation and it i think is compromise always needs to be made on both ends well of course yeah
0: <laughs> of course you of course it does sleeping do not fuck her <laughs> while she's sleeping unless she's asking you to do that right? yeah, yeah okay on to our last question <laughs> last question all right from a girl one of my biggest fantasies is being with two men how did you find two men willing to have a threesome how did you do that mona Uh
1: um i mean it was it's not like i just went fishing for it and it happened like i was dating someone who i was in an open relationship with and he's he's had threesomes with a specific friend that he knew was down in the past okay and we were just all three of us were hanging out together and i knew that that was something that they've done before and it just kind of happened um but as far as like it that depends on if you're with a partner and totally like there's a lot of factors that play into it i just happen to be in this very sexually open kind of situation and it it happened a lot easier than i think if you're if if you don't have a partner that you if you don't know if your partner's into it or if you just want to randomly find two separate men
0: yeah i mean i've only had one Mm -hmm. and um it was like dude i slept with for a little bit and then it was like another friend and it was just like a crazy night and it was just kind of happened okay so it wasn't like premeditated at all you just no. like crazy night and it just happened yeah right but i mean that's a really hard like it's not a good recipe to give anybody i'm like it was a wild night go <laughs> no. have a wild night you know what i mean granted one of them i already slept with right. and it was ha- kind of clear and then it just kind of um, I know. I mean, we're drunk. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> right, yeah, <I'm> sure. <laughs> we're drunk, and it was just like kind of because the, for me with a partner, I have a hard time imagining that a little bit. Um, but with but them, f- and they were also friends, and it was kind yeah. of like, oh yeah, this is fun. Like we're having a fun night. Like right. let's do this. Kinda. Yeah, and I, I think it's probably it's easier with someone
1: you're casually having sex with than like a a, a boyfriend because mm-hmm. then that can get complicated if you ask for this and he's really offended by it but if if you're casually seeing someone then then ask like how would you how or just like have started off with like have you ever had a threesome don't say like I want to do this but just see where the conversation goes from there
0: and I think you can actually do that with a boyfriend too because honestly I mean I think a lot of guys ask girls for threesomes with another girl, yeah. So I think it's co- totally legitimate to just be like, "Hey, how open are you to talking about this as a fantasy?" And then like, let's just see. Right. I mean, granted, what you can always do if you're in a couple, you can even online find a third, right? um Or if you casually know somebody, you know, that yeah. is very sexually open, you could preposition, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Like I have friends who are a couple who are on the dating app Riot together like all the photos are Mm -hmm. of both of them in their profile like insinuating they're looking for do i know who you're talking about Yes. oh yeah looking for a third person to like join them in their escapades which i think is funny i mean
0: i'm sure there's
1: apps for that like specifically i think so not swinger but like
0: but i know that tinder that um a friend of mine also had sex with a couple um that posted on tinder together yeah so there is ways to do this you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like online if you wanted to um otherwise yeah i would see like i don't know depending on like in what situation you are yeah i mean for me i think what is actually maybe something that propelled mine first of all i'm very sexually open (laughs) but i talk about sex a lot right right so if we're at the bar and this doesn't even mean that I'm, like, into you. But, like, I'm going to talk about sex probably nearly every right, day. Right,
1: which makes other people feel more op- open and talk about open, it. Open yeah. and
0: actually people get turned on yeah. sometimes. I mean, depending. You know, sometimes you just have, like, a conversation about, like, I don't know, ph- philosophical things about sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes it can it can be, a t- like, this night, for example, yeah. it was kind of a turn on. Like, I started talking about sex and, like, I was like, oh, okay Okay, all right right, this is
1: what you do i'm like
0: yeah "Yeah." and it's just slowly propelled right in a sense it was a ready sexual talk and we talked about what we liked in bed without like Thinking about like yeah, Sleeping together so, or anything But it kind of like Laid the land for like Oh she'd be down to that Or he'd be down to do that Yeah you, know? you created space For this to happen To yeah. that being already Such a normal thing In our conversation And you put the relationship To a n- different level right. You know If you're already talking about Things you're doing And like um, I mean my case Very specific right <laughs> I mean you're not gonna Run around and be like Oh I run a neurotic account right. But um Yeah but yeah. I think that to talk to people about sex and it doesn't have to necessarily in the beginning be about sleeping with them. Right. But you will kind of feel who who's responding to it in what way. Yeah. Some people are just interested. Some people are like inspired. Right. And some people look at you and are like, oh, oh hey,
1: hey, 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 hey <laughs> I really
0: would like to have sex with you. And you're like, oh, OK, me too, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. maybe well, maybe I will. Maybe yeah. I don't. You know, I'm going yeah, yeah. to be like, oh, well, I'm sorry. That was like miscommunicated. Right. But if you are into seeking that kind of experience, I think talking about it will make it different. Yeah. That opens make a up a door. Yeah, for sure well talk about sex baby <laughs> let's talk about sex baby, baby. let's talk about you oh, and me well. all right that needs to be our
1: opening song
0: i <laughs> will <laughs> never get the rights
1: for that yeah, one no.
0: no oh on that note if somebody <laughs> wants to buy us that song love you all yes it was a wonderful day at church yes thank you for joining us we finished our wine and the episode is done mm-hmm. and we will see you next sunday though amen amen Blessed be the pussy. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to the Pussy Church Podcast. You can find me at Tales of Lara on Instagram. And make sure to visit my website, talesoflara.com, to subscribe to the show and sign up for my crazy newsletter. If you like today's show, please, 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 please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It helps us keep the show going. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would be amazing too. See you next Sunday.